This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. I've got a special program for you today. I'm talking about some news articles. I'm talking about AI. Someone has developed an artificial intelligence propaganda machine that is ultra cheap and ultra dangerous. Somebody reading that, as well as a nuclear threat, another nuclear threat uh, from Russia this week. And so I'm gonna be talking about that in several other news articles. Also answering questions from you guys. You've written some phenomenal questions and I'm gonna be answering today. Let me begin though by talking about Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets that comes up next week. It's a two day feast. And the seven feasts of Israel that God gave to the children of Israel, Leviticus 23, he commanded them to observe those feasts. Now, those feasts are a prophetic grid of the future. The seven feasts of Israel tell us graphically the future in advance. Now, remember in the Old Testament, well, they didn't know that. They were just going through, you know, the, the convocations. God told them to have the feast and have holy convocations. Well, convocation means a dress rehearsal. And so they didn't know, what, for example, at Passover, when they were killing the, the male lamb, they didn't know that they were doing a dress rehearsal of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Jesus was crucified during the feast of Passover. He was buried during the feast of unleavened bread. He was resurrected during the feast of first fruits. And 50 days later, the Holy Spirit fell and the church was birthed during the feast of Pentecost. See, it was, it was not random that God uh, in the past he looked into the future and he knew everything that was going to happen. So he created a feast to commemorate. These are major, major world changing events. The crucifixion of Jesus, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus, the falling of the Holy Spirit during the day of Pentecost. All of those were world changing, world shaking events. And so a feast beforehand said, hey, this is coming up. Well, there's three more feasts. And these three feasts are also dress rehearsals of something that's just about to happen. The next feast, now the first feast were spring feasts. The next three feasts are fall feasts. And the next one is the Feast of Trumpets that's going to happen next week. And this is from sundown on September the 15th to sundown on September the 17th. That's a Friday to a Sunday. Remember, the days of the Jewish day is not from sunup uh, until the next morning at dawn. A Jewish day is sundown to sundown, dusk to dusk. And so this will begin on Friday and on Sunday next week. Uh, and so the 15th to the 17th, and that's when our, our conference is. The, the Tipping Point Prophecy Conference is during Rosh Hashanah. We do this on purpose. Again, what we're hoping is that Jesus comes during Rosh Hashanah during, during the conference. We're going to be there with thousands of believers. We would love to have you be there. Endtimes.com, go there and sign up. It's going to be me, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, Dr. Tony Evans, uh, pastor Ed Young, the pastor of Fellowship Church, that's where the conference is going to be. Uh, Dr. Mark Hitchcock, Billy Crone, we're going to have a wonderful time. And also we have Rick Renner who's going to be on our panel. Every year we have a panel where we answer questions, a live panel. And uh, Rick Renner is just a brilliant Bible teacher, uh, a brilliant author, has some of the best books I've ever read. It's going to be great. Go on endtimes.com and sign up. And I just want to remind you now, my daughter Julie and I, wrote this book called Where Are the Missing People? And we wrote this to leave behind. This, this is a book designed for people 
that are left behind. Now, a lot of people read this when they buy it and they love it. It's very encouraging to them and it, it helps to tell them about the end times. And so it's, it's, good, it's a good read. It's, it's, it'll bless you. But lay this on your coffee table, on your nightstand, in your car, your apartment, your dorm room, you know, your office, wherever. And the question that everyone's going to be asking the day uh, after the rapture, the moment after the rapture, where are the missing people? Where, where are those people? Well, this tells them where they are. It also tells them about where they are and how to receive Christ. The most important thing this book does is tell people how to receive Christ. So it tells them how, how to receive the Lord, how to build a relationship with the Lord, and how to walk through the next seven years that are coming on the earth. And so this is a very important book. We, we sell these in bulk. Uh, it's called missingpeoplebook.com. And you can go on there and get some great discounts if you're buying more than one. A lot of churches buy them. A lot of people buy them for all their friends and relatives. And so th this is an important book. So I believe that Rosh Hashanah, the fulfillment, see the, the next three feasts, the first four feasts had a literal fulfillment to the day. The next three feasts will have a literal fulfillment to the day and there'll be earth shaking events. There are gonna be major earth shaking events that'll affect every single person on earth. Well, the, I believe that the Feast of Trumpets, that the fulfillment is the rapture of the church. Now, Jesus can come at any time. I don't get dogmatic about this. I don't say there's only two days of the year where Jesus could come. But I believe that the fulfillment of the Feast of Trumpets is the, the fulfillment of the Feast of Trumpets is the rapture of the church. See, the, one of, the, one of the, the Jewish names of the Feast of Trumpets is the day that no one knows. And so Jesus said, no one knows the day or the hour. Well, if I told you that Jesus was coming during Rosh Hashanah, you still don't know the day or the hour. It's called the wedding day of the Messiah. It's called the day of the awakening blast. The dead in Christ rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the clouds in the air. That's 1 Thessalonians 4. So all of the names for, there are many names for the Feast of Trumpets that the Jews have. They all speak of the rapture of the church. So I believe that Jesus could come next week. Could. I'm not saying he is. I never set dates. But I, I hope he does. Wouldn't it be great to be with other believers, worshiping God and learning and being encouraged and Jesus come? Uh, that would be the greatest conference in the history of the world if Jesus comes during this conference. I'm not saying he will. I'm sure saying I hope he will. And so a lot of people are coming. We'd love to have you there. Be sure to go to endtimes.com and sign up. I, I want to begin. I'm talking about some news articles today. Th this is a really, really troubling news article. And this is from Insider. And it's uh, by Polly Thompson. The, the, the title of this article is, A Developer Built a Propaganda Machine Using Open AI Tech to Highlight the Dangers of Mass-Produced AI Disinformation. And I've talked about this before. This guy did it. And so here, here's what the article says. A developer has built an AI disinformation machine using open AI-powered technology like ChatGPT. The project named CounterCloud took its creator two months to complete and cost less than $400 a month to operate, highlighting how cheap and simple it can be to create mass propaganda. The creator, who chose to remain anonymous, used the name Nay Paw and claimed to be a cybersecurity professional, Wired reported. In a video posted on YouTube, Paw described how the project was carried out and why they were doing it. They said they wanted to see AI disinformation work in the real world, adding, that strong language competencies of large language models are perfectly, su perfectly suited to reading and writing fake news articles. Paul said they started by inputting opposing articles into ChatGPT and writing prompts instru instructing it to write a counter article. 
The AI bot would then offer different examples of the same article written in different styles and with different viewpoints. They said it would do this by creating fake stories, fake historical events, and creating doubt in the accuracy of the original article. A gatekeeper module was then added so that the AI would only respond to the most relevant context, listen, listen to this, while audio clips of newsreaders reading the fake AI-generated articles and photos were added to create authenticity. They also created fake journalist profiles and fake, com fake comments below some articles. The system was then told to like and repost messages that aligned with its narrative or write counter tweets to those that didn't. In two months, they had a fully autonomous AI-powered system that generated convincing content 90% of the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The creators haven't yet set the model live on the internet as it would mean actively pushing out disinformation and propaganda. Once the genie is out on the internet, there is no knowing where it would end up, Paul said. The threat AI poses to democracy through its ability to accelerate the creation and spread of online disinformation has been one of the biggest concerns in the AI debate. I am nervous about the impact AI is going to have on future elections, at least, at least until everyone gets used to it. Uh, the per personalized 1.1 persuasion combined with high quality generated media is going to be a powerful force. Well, the, everybody should be concerned about this. So Elon Musk was interviewed by Tucker Carlson on television several months ago. And this is the year, 2023, this is the year of AI. AI wasn't here this time last year. I mean, it was, it was somewhere, but it wasn't on the open market. So this is the year that has come out. So Elon Musk was being interviewed and uh, he kept saying to Tucker Carlson, the dangers of AI, the dangers of AI. And uh, finally Tucker stopped him and said, wait just a minute, you keep saying the dangers of AI, specifically, what are you talking about? And Elon Musk said, uh, mass disinformation. He said, when AI learns to communicate, it will begin to write social media uh, that will be extremely persuasive and no one will know it's AI generated. And so what he is saying is, in addition to that, they're having fake reporters read these fake articles to increase its authenticity. Well, this is what AI can do. It can make a video, it can, take, it, can, it can make up a video, it can make up a picture, it can make up a voice, or it can mimic a voice. It's a very, very dangerous thing. And so when, when AI came out, um, and I'm gonna be talking about AI the weekend of the conference, but the, um, I said it's, it's announcing the arrival of the Antichrist. It says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that the Antichrist comes with all unrighteous deception, all unrighteous deception. Can you imagine anything that can enable the Antichrist more to deceive the world and to convince the world that he is God more than artificial intelligence on his side? In other words, satanically inspired artificial intelligence for $400 a month in two months, he created this, uh, this disinformation uh, machine through AI. I mean, it's a powerful thing. Think of a company. Think of, think of someone with billions of dollars of resources and the damage that they could do uh, using something like this. And he did it to illustrate, whoever this was, did it to illustrate the dangers of AI. I'm telling you, I believe that the Antichrist is here. I believe we're living in the world of the Antichrist. AI thinks 100,000 times faster than the human brain, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It never has to rest, sleep, take a nap, 
eat, anything like that. It's just sitting there ginning all day long. And there are thousands and thousands of thousands of these computers around the world. It is a dangerous, dangerous thing. And just like anything else, you can point to something positive about AI. And I'm sure that there are positive things about AI. And I know some people, some Christian ministries using it right now. So I'm not saying it's all bad. I'm saying it's the most dangerous invention in the history of the world. Because for the first time in the history of the world, we're no longer the most intelligent beings on the earth. AI is smarter than us. Have you ever seen the movie Terminator? I mean, we're there, that's where we are. Uh, we're, we're in a world where AI could take over. So this is another article here. Russian state TV threatens nuclear strike on the United States. This is World, and this is by Brendan Cole, September 4th. A Kremlin propagandist has issued the latest nuclear threat against the West regarding the war in Ukraine, warning that the U.S. could be in danger of a Russian missile attack. Igor Korachenko, editor of the newspaper National Defense and a regular guest on the Russian One Channel, where guests have repeatedly called for strikes against Ukraine's allies, took exception to criticism of Russian conduct in the war. You know, the, the Russians, the Russian economy is smaller than the economy of the state of Texas. And so um, it, it is a regional power. Russia, except for their nuclear arsenal, they're a regional power. Look at the war in Ukraine. The Ukrainians have humiliated the Russians. In Russia, you know, they've come out with all this bark, but there wasn't as big a bite behind it. Of course, now, you know, that uh, Putin is saying they have the Satan II missile that they're prepared to launch. They're prepared to use tactical nuclear weapons, according to them. This is one of the things that this article is talking about here. But they're threatening the West. And so we have tried very, the United States has tried very hard not to get involved directly in a conflict with Russia, even though we're giving Ukraine billions of dollars. This is a very political issue, and I don't want to get into the politics of it, but what I want to say is, this is why the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, they're the ones who have the doomsday clock. That's why at the beginning of this year, they had the doomsday clock at 100 seconds to midnight. They moved it up to 90 seconds to midnight. And they're looking at things like this. We have Iran and Russia currently threatening to uh, to exterminate us through nuclear weapons. Iran means it. I mean, they're, they will do it as soon as they get nuclear weapons. They're going to strike Israel first or try to. And if they can, they're also going to strike us. This is a very real threat. But Russia now is saying that uh, to, they're trying to, to shoo us away. NATO is a very powerful force. And, and if you attack one NATO nation, you attack all NATO nations. And Russia is surrounded by NATO nations. And they're trying to insulate themselves from NATO in the West by taking over the Ukraine, which they have not done, to take over the Ukraine and to, to scare, to intimidate the West. And so they're, they're not getting away with it. NATO is expanding. Uh, new, new nations are joining NATO uh, specifically because of the Russian threat. But my, my question is this, and it is a question, I'm not saying this. Ezekiel 38 talks about Gog and Magog, and Gog is a man. Magog is the land that, uh, that Gog rules over. It talks about Gog, and it talks about him just being a maniacal figure in the end times that leads a coalition of Russia, Iran, Turkey, uh, you know, the area of Syria, some of the northern Africa nations, in a battle against Israel and in which God wins. Well, uh, Gog is, and my question is, is Putin Gog? And if Putin is Gog, he could be capable of a lot of really, really dangerous things, you know, if he's backed into a corner, and he is backed into a corner right now. And so America is not in Bible prophecy. If, if America is in Bible prophecy, it's hard to find. And, and I've talked about that before on the show. 
And so maybe there's the possibility that one of the reasons that America isn't here is maybe we've been struck. You know, maybe there's been uh, the successful launching of a nuclear weapon, and we're surrounded by Russian submarines. They're, they're, we, we've, we've caught them in our waters off the coast of Alaska and off the coast of California. And so I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm just saying this, this, they're, they're once again threatening nuclear war, and this is something that we can all be praying about, is that America needs to empower nations that are being threatened by uh, bullies. And Ukraine is being bullied by Russia and we need to stand with them. The question is, how much money do we give them? I'm not, I don't have the answer to that. I'm not a politician. But I'll just say this, China's watching. And if Russia takes to Ukraine, China will attack uh, Taiwan. There's no doubt about it. They're probably gonna attack Taiwan anyway. But they're looking to see our resolve. They're looking to see the resolve of the West because the West is more powerful than the East. And that's why Russia, China, and Iran, and other nations are joining together to try to shift the global power balance there. And so it's interesting to see, but once again, on state TV, Russian state TV, they're threatening to use nuclear weapons against us. Hey, listen, thank you for joining me today. Hey, on YouTube, hit your like and subscribe button there. And also to get all of the news articles and the questions that I'm answering, go to endtimes.com, become a subscriber for $7. God bless you, goodbye.